Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode eight. We are in the last episode before the election. Election is exactly one week from today. Election day is November 8th. So in today's episode, this is going to be the last episode in which we bring you content. Next week's episode, I will be giving a recap. I will be interviewing people at the campaign party, and we will be doing some fun things to wrap up our very last episode. So really today is the last episode in which you are going to receive content from Sandy. Today, in today's episode, I really want to cover a handful of things. I want to, one, recap that back in April, Sandy launched her campaign, and we are exactly one week away. So I want to talk to her about how she feels about that. I want her to talk about why she has decided to run and remind you guys that again. I want her to leave you guys with some important points that she wants you to know as the voter or someone who lives in the city of Thibodeau, even if you live outside the city limits of Thibodeau. And I'm going to press her today on if elected, what's the first 90 days going to look like for her? What is her trans- transition plan going to look like? Because after election day, she really has to begin working. So a lot of great stuff in store. So let's get started. All right. So first question up, let's get started. You kicked off your campaign, Sandy, in April, and you have been working this for quite some time. And now we are finally in November. We're November 1st today and November 8th is election day. So I want to know how you feeling. Oh, thank you, Vera. Hi, everyone. I am feeling so energetic, optimistic, and yet knowing we still have work to do, meeting uh, people, continuing to knock doors after we've actually, we've walked the whole city and now we're on our second round of walking. And it has just been amazing connecting with people that we may have missed on the first round. And here we are second round talking. And even on that second round of speaking with people, we still are feeling that heartbeat of the voices of the people, the feelings of people, how optimistic they are, and also with hope. They feel hope that, hey, there is um, such opportunity for change. And what they mean by that, the change means that they can have a voice at the table. They want to be heard. They want to share ideas about the goodness of Thibodeau and the opportunities that we have, but also to talk about our barriers and weaknesses and how can we get across those barriers and to make Thibodeau greater. All righty. I'm excited that you still have energy after all of this time on the campaign trail <laughs> because, man. Surprising myself too, but but that's me. Yes, Bye. it it definitely is Sandy Holloway. I thought just when our family couldn't get any any busier, you're like, all right, I'm running for mayor, and here we are. All these months later, we have survived, but it's awesome. So I want you to be thinking about this as we kind of lead into our final. We're in our final episode. 
Has there been any moment on the campaign trail where you had the thought or you had that aha moment where you were like, and this is why I'm running for mayor? Oh, this is a very good thought question. And I have to take myself back and reflect about the moment when I knew that God was dealing with me about public service and being a servant to people. And it came Oh, goodness, it's been a couple of years that I knew that there was something there. Even the family, you, Vera, and others in the family have said, oh, Mom, God's not done with you uh, yet. There is something out there, but we don't know what it is. Many other things have come my way besides me being an elected official on the Board of Education. And as you become very sensitive to the just listening and trying to feel what God has in store for you, um, when this opportunity came, meaning that the mayor's uh, position was open, I said, this may be the the uh, pivoting moment of my life, as I shared with the family. And as we prayed for many, many weeks, months about this opportunity, it continued to feel right. Our hearts uh, felt the city uh, of Thibodeau even stronger. And the more we prayed, the more we sought, the more we talked, the more we drove around Thibodeau, we said, this feels right. And um, so I took that as, all right, God um, is calling me. He will equip me. You, you just don't question God. You say, okay, God, I don't know, but I know I have a desire to do this. Feels right. And I'm going to, I'm going to move forward. And I know you'll equip me for whatever reason this is um, until the very end, you will show yourself strong. So in saying that, while I walk the streets and I hear the voices of people and I hear them talk about their love for Thibodeau, like we love Thibodeau, love living here, raising our family. That's why we chose to move here, to stay here, to raise our three children and now grandchildren, build businesses very strong businesses here in the city and being very involved and engaged and hearing the residents about their desire for Thibodeau, my heart began to pound even harder. And at times I happened to just say, wow, I'm feeling emotional here because of what the people feel and what they want. They want a seat at the table they want to enhance their own communities. They want a better quality of life. And they even said, we want to be engaged. We want to be a part of this city. And I felt that in itself meant so much to me. And to hear their voices speak that way, that they want to come to the table. They want to chair different things. They want to like lead certain things in our city. And, and I just saw it as a whole, that this is what Thibodeau has been yearning for, to make our city lively, thriving. And, um, and I'm talking about all parts of the city to have their own unique um, interests in their own area of town was so special. And it is special that we can do a work this way. All right. So now let's keep moving, moving forward. Let it, let's talk about your elected. And I want to know what does the first 90 to 100 days look like as Sandy Holloway, mayor of Thibodeau? What's the plan? 
we know you have, I know you have talked about a transition plan on the podcast, but I really want you to be able to explain to the listeners, what are you going to do in the first 90 to 100 days after being elected? Much thought has been placed into this, but first of all, I had to understand the responsibilities of a mayor. And I take this very seriously because the mayor is the chief executive officer, which means that's part of the executive branch. And the mayor is a public servant. That in itself was dear to my heart because I love serving people. And the other um, area that is important that the mayor leads on is the comprehensive budget. So in saying that, as someone who led, uh, who as someone who has led schools and organizations, handled human resource of hiring teachers and department heads, building, managing, and overseeing budgets, having even direct supervision of thousands of employees over my 30 plus years, and as an elected official, I am definitely ready day one to take on the responsibility as mayor, of mayor, excuse me, as a public servant, overseeing the comprehensive budget, appointing and supervising department heads. There will be some appointments there. We all know from eight to 10 um, department head appointments and looking at capital outlay work, working, partnering and communicating with different uh, stakeholders in our city. But having said that, I, I really want to stress this as having many years of experience in leadership and preparing for schools like every year administrators have to prepare for the startup of school and we don't start day one of a school startup date we start many months ahead and in preparing the school or the organizational startups we prep the prepping uh, was never at that uh, day one of school it was weeks and months of pre-planning so to be very clear, my first day, so I, I want people to understand this, to be my very first day is not on swearing in day, which is going to be the second Monday in January. It will begin first thing, November 9th, establishing a transition team, which is made up of a diverse group of stakeholders from all parts of the community. I'm really excited about that, that I can bring in um, a group of people that represent uh, walks, different walks of life, businesses, small and large, faith-based leaders, school leaders, and minorities, even women, to help bridge this uh, city uh, development that we so um, want to do. And of course, this transition team will rely on partnerships. We and I definitely want to partner with the city council to help them deliver their responsibilities. It's important for a mayor to have the, the vision of the city to be able to deliver to the city council that they in turn can deliver to their people. And I want them to share their vision and what they desire for their own communities. So that's a major part of having a transition team and partnering with the city council, which is so exciting because I know they're hard workers and they want the best for Thibodeau. Um, so there's that communication. And let's not leave out our employees. I want to meet the employees of the city and their um, approximately 10 departments and their employees underneath each department head. So I, I, I want to be able to 
manage that. And uh, another big responsibility is appointments, appointments of eight to 10 uh, department heads. And uh, people have asked, and my response to appointments is, I know that's in the forefront for me, which I um, take this very seriously, but knowing leadership and the urgency of what it takes to appoint um, qualified experience and people with vision, I will want to do um, a deep dive, an assessment of what it would look like because I want all people to have that opportunity to apply. And I know that I am determined to have the best individuals and qualified in that position. So therefore, my interest at this moment is to finish this election and win and then get into what is next. So, but that that's a you know, another uh, item, line item from an audit of the the budget to understand it, the appropriations uh, and reappropriate the fun, funds of where it possibly could go to a master plan. I keep talking about this master plan for infrastructure, from the hard infrastructure to the soft and the urgent need. So we as a community of people can understand what does Thibodeau look like today? What will it look like tomorrow? And what will it look like five to 25 years from now? We need that vision to know what direction are we heading? What will the population growth be? Because we have planners out there, city planners. We have South Central that can assist us with all these needs to help us understand what direction Thibodeau's growing and how can we manage these items along with development of the new canal bridge, having town hall meetings. This is going to be a big undertaking for uh, the next mayor. And uh, I want to know also, and I'm going to leave with this is that the quality of life survey is important to me. I want to know what all people are thinking. What are, are the uh, strengths of Thibodeau? What are the weaknesses? What are the opportunities? And what are the barriers, the threats that prevent us from moving forward to be a city of change or a city with a positive movement for the betterment quality of life of our citizens and standards of living? And I could talk a lot more about a lot of things, but we know this, that this is a multi-pronged approach. It won't happen overnight because some of these items need financial backing. Like we need money, whether it's coming from grants, whether it's going to come from the state, sales tax, revenues that are coming in. I don't know until I can get in there and assess our budgets to lead us forward. But not an increase in taxes. Oh, on the people, right? No, 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 Vera. I am um, not for um, raising taxes. I will do my very best to look at this budget and to be able to determine um, the spending or let's say the appropriations or the appropriateness of uh, where these revenues are, are going um, and uh, the expenditures. And we will have to write many grants and also get on to that capital and also Congress to get monies that we're in so uh, need of. Good stuff. All right. I want you to be thinking, what are three things that you want the voter to know before they go out and vote? What would be three things that you want them to be thinking of before they go out and vote?
Oh, I have so much to say, but I can tell you um, the three things that I would like voters to keep in mind is that we as a community, city of Thibodeau, want people at the table to have a voice. And that means all people. Number two would be um, for economic development, which means better jobs and opportunity. We need a master plan for the hard infrastructure and soft infrastructure. And third, but not really last, is positive change, which means having a thriving downtown, which makes, um, which with making opportunities for families to spend weekends in Thibodeau and not going outside the city. And also less traffic congestion and reduction of crime. All right. So wrapping up this podcast, I want you to be able to tell me this week, you've had a busy week. You came off of the forum and then you rolled into one event after another. And so are there any final favorite campaign moments of this week as we roll into election day? Well, of course, we always talk about food. Um, <laughs> and uh, of course, I've met, I've gone around eating different foods and I won't name uh, particular restaurants, but uh, highlights of this past week were amazing to sit around literally a table or a group of women in a li the living room and chatting, just really down to earth, chatting about what they'd like to see um, our city look like. So they I basically were dreaming and having visions of this is what we'd like to see. How can we get there? Those were special moments. And they even said, we cannot allow these moments of getting together, sitting around a table or in our living rooms to stop after the elections. These conversations of gathering in different parts of the community must continue for our city to grow and for people to come together and unify for the best interest of families, of children and grandchildren. That in itself was so special to me. All right. Special moments indeed. I know our whole family has learned so much on this campaign trail and it's really been an honor, but we are wrapping up episode eight and we will come to you live next Tuesday on campaign election night. I say campaign. It's no longer going to be campaigning. It's going to be election night. And so what time do the polls close? Do you know? Eight. They close at 8 p.m. on November 8th, correct? Okay, so you have all day, like 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. to go out and vote. Exercise your right to vote. Well, thank you so much for joining us yet again for episode eight. And we look forward to putting out some positive results on November 8th.